episode three of the Broken Glass podcast, producing a music festival with Alex Hendricks. You're listening to the Broken Glass podcast, a podcast with a mission to highlight women in the music industry through their stories, from their successes to their trials and tribulations. We'll share tools and resources available to you to make your music dream job come to life or to start that business you've always wanted to own. But most of all, you'll be a part of the Broken Glass community where we support and encourage each other and open the doors to working in music. I'm your host, Christy Jacobson, entrepreneur, music lover, wonderluster, and dreamer. Welcome to the show. Welcome to episode three of the Broken Glass podcast. Today's episode features singer-songwriter Alex Hendricks, who, with the help of Downtown Huntsville, Inc., put on a four-day Women in Music Festival in Huntsville, Alabama. We talk about everything from producing the event to the struggles of being a woman in music to writing and singing about taboo topics. But before we get to the interview, are you looking for a community of women in music? Do you need women to collaborate and connect with, to support, and to learn alongside? Check out our new Facebook community, The Broken Glass Collective, where women across the music industry are gathering to connect, collaborate, and support one another. Visit us online at facebook.com slash groups slash The Broken Glass Collective. And now, welcome to Alex Hendricks. All right, welcome to the uh, the Broken Glass podcast, Alex. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I do want to talk to you about your uh, event that you put on in Huntsville for Women in Music. Um, but first, tell me a little bit kind of about yourself, uh, your background, how you got involved in music, um, and I guess involved in putting you know putting together events. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am, I like to build myself as Southern Gothic singer-songwriter, because um, it's like a little macabre, it's a little dark, um, but it's kind of got those traditional Americana roots and just folk uh, feel to it. So I am a singer-songwriter. I've been playing just kind of all around um, the Southeast, mostly for about five years now. And um, just kind of trying to do more uh, women-focused events in Huntsville, Alabama, which is where I'm based. And uh, just kind of try to get more women involved in supporting each other, which is always nice to have a support group. Definitely, definitely. I feel that too. So I, uh, yeah, I've just been playing out for a while. I did some events with, uh, we have a nonprofit in Huntsville called Downtown Huntsville, Inc. And it's just kind of a nonprofit group based on revitalizing our downtown area. And they've done an incredible amount of work in the five years that they've been up and um, just done so much for the Huntsville community. And so their president, whose name is Chad Emerson, actually came to me with this idea to do women in music. And he was like, hey, what do you think would happen? (laughs) Do you think everyone would like it if we did um, like a whole weekend based on celebrating the women in music in Huntsville, Alabama? And I was like, "Uh, yes, please. (laughs) We'd love a weekend. Give us, you know, give us attention. We'd love it. And um, that's kind of what got the ball rolling there. That's really cool. Um, Did you know him previously or? I did. I'd done some events with them. I played their fifth anniversary, um, like, celebration party. So that was really cool. Um, Huntsville's not a huge town. It's got the feel of a smaller town, especially. Um, Our downtown area is pretty like centered it's pretty low-key um so you you know a lot of people 
even for a town is, you know, its size, it feels a little bit smaller. So I definitely done events with them and uh, been to a lot of events that they had put on. But this was the first time that I'd ever kind of gotten roped in as a an event producer. Okay, so you produced the, the whole thing and... Yeah, um, <laughs> he was smart. He kind of breadcrumbed me. He gave me little things at a time because I think he probably knew I would get a little... Um, I'm not I'm not the chillest person. I get a little anxiety. <laughs> so I think he, he knew if he was like, hey, you're going to be in charge of this Women in Music weekend, that I would be like, I'm going to do what now? So it was just kind of slowly me realizing that I was kind of pretty deep in this. And that was a cool way to do it because uh, I think I got the press release and it called me the event producer. And I was like, I'm the what? <laughs> Come again? Pretty cool title to have, though. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really cool. Um, it was really great that for this idea that he had, he wanted a female musician to kind of do the groundwork um, and be the the go between for everything. So it was it was a real honor to get that title for sure. Yeah. So uh, did you did you bring on other people? Um, you know, a team to to put it all together. We did not. Um, it was it was me and downtown Huntsville, and they're great. They have a great um, like visibility in the community. They have a great support system for themselves. Um, so having that name attached to things really got things moving. But uh, I kind of I I was the liaison, I'll say. So I put venues in contact with musicians, and I found the musicians to um, be part of the event and um, did a four day long just music festival essentially where we ended up booking um over 15 venues over 30 women that's really awesome it was incredible um it was really inspirational to be part of and to be kind of on the ground floor of it was it was crazy though i i always go into things a little bit wary that i'm gonna throw a party and no one's gonna show up you know that kind of like middle school feeling that just everyone has all the time (laughs) So I'm kind of, even until the, like, halfway through the weekend, I was like, I don't know how this is going to (laughs) go. But every, every venue hit capacity, pretty much. It was an amazing turnout. That's, yeah, that sounds great for, especially your first time really, you know, kind of putting something like that together. Yes. So how how did you, um, you said you put the venues in touch with the musicians. How did you find the musicians? Did you have people you knew? Did you, you know, go searching online for people, put a call out? What what was that? What did that look like? It was a little bit of everything. I started with women that I knew and that I'd played with personally. Um, I had just back in April gone on kind of like a girl power tour with two local singer singer songwriters. And we just went from Huntsville, Alabama, straight up to Charlotte, North Carolina, and did three shows there and came back down for a music festival in Huntsville that they were both part of. And uh, yeah, I started with women that I'd played with. And even if they couldn't do it, they gave me the names of people that they knew in the area that would be interested. And it just kind of webbed out in this really great support system where everyone wanted to bring someone into the mix as well as just be part of it themselves. That sounds like really, you know, cool, like (laughs) connecting and really collaborating. And yeah, it was incredibly empowering um, and just showed you how much all of these women wanted to see each other succeed and wanted to see the city succeed in doing something like this. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, just, you know, especially when you're bringing, 
you know, group of, of people together that have similar kind of, I guess, mindsets. Yes. You know, they're all, you know, like you said, supporting each other. And, and, you know, I think that's what, as women in music, we all strive to support each other. We don't want to, you know, turning our back up, backs on each other. Yes. That, that's really cool. And no one um, was really climbing over each other, which was great. It was all people who wanted to support the cause. And that was a really special thing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see that all that often, you know, especially (laughs) music industry and the business world. A lot of times you get, you know, people who, you know, they want to be number one. And so that, that's really cool that you could put something together like that where everybody was just so supportive. It was great. It really was. um, And just the exposure it got everyone, but also the exposure it got, just the women in music in our city as a whole, we are currently going through a a citywide music audit where um, Huntsville, Alabama has hired an outside marketing firm from London to come in. It's called um, Sound Sound Diplomacy. I know I would think of it. Um, But they've hired them to come in and do a huge audit of our, um, like our assets as far as music goes in the city and see where we can improve and where we can bring in bigger venues and bigger artists and um, push the local talent we have. So it was a really important time for women to kind of dig their heels in and get our footing and be like, we're here. We are a valued part of this community. You know, we're not going to be kind of stampeded over in this. Yeah, that that sounds really interesting. I didn't even realize there were companies out there that did that. I didn't either until they brought this yeah. but it's it's going great so far. Um, it's been a really interesting process, and it's actually uh, our two representatives are two women, and so it was great to see that to see the you know even international influence of international women here that know about what it takes to you know build music right. in the city. Yeah. How long of a process is that? Is it like a year long? They do it for a full year or do they just? I think they said six months to a year, but I'm not 100% sure. They had a big open forum with all the musicians in our city. And um, we got to kind of go and ask questions and see what was what. Um, and they did a bunch of um, like panels with prominent people. And they're really trying to get into the community and figure out what's missing, what we have that we could do better. Um, what we have that we need to showcase more, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, that's that's great to hear, especially, you know, you, you don't hear of really towns doing something like that. So to have your town, you know, really wanting to focus on culture and music, I think that that's excellent. Um, it's really exciting because I don't know if you know anything about Huntsville, Alabama, but we have Marshall Space Flight Center. We're known as Rocket City. So we're a okay. big NASA hub. Um, We have the highest PhDs per capita in the country. So it's all engineers. It's all STEM students. It's, you know, really an overwhelming amount of um, scientists per creative minds. So the fact that they're taking, you know, the initiative in something known as Rocket City to to do this for creatives is really cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, you said that they're a marketing PR firm. Did they did they do the marketing and, and PR for the event, or was that something that you handled in in association with the the downtown Huntsville group? Downtown Huntsville was great to do most of the marketing. Um, 
we got a local female graphic designer who had done some poster designs for them for events in the past. And she did all of our graphic design work. She was an angel too, because I, up until like a week before, was sending her all of these changes where I was like, this girl dropped out. We're replacing her with this one. I spelled this girl's name wrong. I'm so sorry. Uh, This duo changed names. This venue changed names. Like it was all these tiny little details at the very end. And she made a cohesive poster for four days with over, I mean, I think it was about 40 independent shows over four days also um at all those different venues and she just kept everything up to date it was it was crazy so our graphics were in great hands um and then the local news stations jumped on it um alabama.com which is our kind of um our digital newspaper mm-hmm. jumped on it um it's a statewide newspaper and they have a hub in Huntsville and we were kind enough uh, or lucky enough to have Matt Wake who is a he covers music specifically and he interviewed me for it and we got a lot of great support from the media that way which was wonderful yeah that's great to hear um and then the shows they were they were well attended you had a lot of a lot of turnout yes uh I actually played three shows that weekend myself (laughs) and my uh my Friday night show I walked into a venue I'd played a few times before and every table was full and before I started I just kind of asked everyone how many of them knew they were coming to women in music weekend and all but like three people raised their hands. So it was, and it was people I didn't know. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't all like my family, (laughs) like please come to my show. (laughs) It was strangers who were coming out just to support this event um, and hear artists they'd never heard before. And the city really turned out for it. I was I don't think I've ever been more proud to be from Huntsville, Alabama than I was when I was like, oh, you guys are supporting this really, really equal event. Yeah. And, you know, in today's world where, you know, you've got, you know, Netflix and, you know, people stay stuck behind their computers, you know, and and don't want to leave the house. That's it's so great to hear of an event like that, just having, you know, the whole community support it. Yeah, when you have entertainment on demand at your fingertips at any moment and you choose to get out of your house and spend money to buy a beer or buy a dinner or whatever you choose to, you know, do to support the local business. It's something special when you take that chunk of your life that you could just, you know, easily binge watch. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Would you, you know, are they planning on doing another one for next year? And would you still be involved with that? Or We are going to do another one next year. Um, I'm excited to build it. I'm excited to kind of fine tune it and uh, work smarter, not harder next year, (laughs) I think is going to be the key. Um, So we have some ideas. We have a debriefing meeting next week, actually. And we're just going to kind of throw out ideas for next year, see what we would do differently, see how we can streamline everything and hopefully start the process earlier. Yeah. Do you think you'd bring on, you know, more people to help you out or just uh, keep it kind of the same way it was just, you know, you and the, the, the team? I do think we would probably bring on some other people. Um, there are so many facets of this that we can grow and so many women specifically in the music circle in Huntsville who are dying to help, you know, who would just want to be helpful in whatever way they can with it because they know it's something special. So I think that we can definitely create a little team this coming year and, and really hammer out something 
even bigger, even more cool. Yeah, well, let me know and we'll, you know, yeah, put absolutely. it out there too a little bit. <laughs> absolutely. Um, when you were kind of putting this all together, um, did you did you find any resistance, um, you know, putting the event together? Or have you ever found any resistance, you know, as yourself as an artist, you know, trying to book shows and, and get, you know, your music out there? I didn't find any resistance with this event. And I think that is because just really 100% because of Downtown Huntsville, Inc. Um, Their president is a man and it was his idea and he was behind it and showcasing the women involved every step along the way. So we are incredibly lucky that he helped us with that. And that also we had really prominent male musicians in town who were coming to the shows, who were promoting the event, who were letting us have that kind of spotlight. Um, I won't say that surprised me, but it did a little bit. I thought there would be a little bit more <laughs> negativity, but there wasn't um, that I saw at least. People may have just kept it away from me because they know that I'm slightly unhinged. Um, <laughs> zero to 60. Um, no, I, I had a great experience with it. In music in general, though, absolutely <laughs> I have. Um, I, I think the most distinct memory I have of that is I was playing a songwriter round at a local venue and the man who went before me, I was the only female in the round and the guy who went before me every single time before I played would say something like, oh, she showed up with a guitar or she, what did he say? I saw a girl walk in and I thought she was our backup singer, but then I saw she had a guitar and I thought surely she didn't know how to play it. <laughs> just oh, like no. really ridiculous yeah. things like that, that at first I was just like, Oh buddy, that joke didn't land like you thought it would, but he tried it like five more times <laughs> until it became like a pathology. <laughs> yeah. So I've, I've had things like that. Um, I also have had the classic thing that I think a lot of, women have probably had where someone you know someone messages you and says they want to work with you and you kind of have this panic moment where you're not sure if it's a safe situation and if they actually want to work with you right yeah which um is is hard to navigate because you want to you don't want to miss opportunities for yourself and you don't want to put yourself in bad situations either So to kind of weigh it and do your research and find someone to go with you if you have to. Um, But I think that the biggest, the biggest challenge I faced and the biggest setback was people not wanting me to be as honest as I wanted to be with my music. Um, And I don't know if that's because I'm a woman or if that's because um, I'm just a, a very emotionally honest person Um, but I do think it has a little more to do with being from the south and you're kind of supposed to be a little more demure (laughs) a little more you know just the cookie cutter songs yeah like a little more polished um and I write a lot about mental illness I write a lot about you know things that aren't necessarily pretty and that aren't necessarily feminine because it's about me being depressed or you know whatever it is I, I write about what I go through And I think for the first few years, it made people pretty uncomfortable. Um, And I do think a lot of it was kind of the juxtaposition of I'm blonde and I'm smiley and I'm pretty bubbly. And then I'm, you know, singing about things that are a little more uh, macabre. (laughs) And I think it, it was a little unsettling for people to get used to. Right. 
I mean, it's, it's an important, especially today, you know, it's important to, to talk about that. And I think it sounds like, you know, from what you see in, you know, the pop music world and, and, you know, a lot of the celebrity, celebrity culture, it's starting to become a little bit more of, okay, we, we can talk about this. So maybe that'll start kind of working its way, you know, kind of to your, your area where it's, you know, it's not going to be so much of a a taboo thing to just to talk about. I think so. And I think it's also about kind of finding your niche. Um, I, now that I've started calling myself Southern Gothic folk, I think people know what to expect a little (laughs) bit more. Um, and kind of the dark Americana has been a really good place for me to land. Um, so I think just finding your home within your creative community is really important and knowing your audience and, you know, knowing that you have to be authentic to yourself and not everyone is going to be your audience for that. But, you know, if you're, they're sitting there, then unfortunately that's <laughs> where they are. No, I mean, I, I really admire that. Um, everybody goes through something and, you know, to be able to just be honest and be yourself and, and say how you feel, you know, for a lot of people that that's really hard. So I think that that's awesome that you can do that and just, you know, write exactly how you feel and, yeah, well, and put it out there. I really, that is why I got into music. I just had so much to say and I needed an outlet for it. And uh, I never really thought of myself as like a singer or a musician. You know, I kind of fumble through guitar. I do enough to get by. But more than anything else, I just had things that I had stories I needed to tell for myself um, and for anyone that needed to hear them. And really, when I started writing, I was in therapy a lot and I would write songs and take the lyrics to my therapist um, to kind of be like, this is I don't know how to describe this. I'm you know kind of all over the place emotionally, but this is how I felt when this happened and it was just kind of a little snapshot of a moment that she, my therapist wasn't always there for, but could kind of understand a little more in yeah. depth where I was coming from. And that helped me work through so many issues that I think if I hadn't had music, I wouldn't have ever uncovered a way to communicate that. That's incredible. It really, I, I would say I owe most of my stability now to just my ability to say, you know, this is who I am. This is my song. And this is a little, a little moment of my life that I've kind of written about. Yeah, no, that's great. What, what are you looking forward to in the future? Are you, uh, you know, do you have more shows booked out or do you record at all? I do. I have a song coming out this Saturday, actually. Um, yeah, it'll be on Spotify and iTunes and Google play and Amazon music, all those, uh, streaming services. I think Spotify is the freest of them all. Uh, it's called one of those and it's just a little Southern Gothic love song. It's a little dark, but it's kind of bouncy, which is not always like my, (laughs) my style. (laughs) This is a little more upbeat, but, um, I have that I'm booked through October right now. I'm trying to take it easy. Um, I've got a lot of traveling coming up, so I'm just kind of trying to to relax and take it a little slow right now and uh, write more and kind of just really tune into the experiences I'm having because that is the thing. I get very um, I get very fast paced and very in my own head and very um, logged down with like 
just itineraries <laughs> and it's hard oh, for me you to sound tap exactly it. like me yes it is <laughs> it's hard it's hard to draw that line between like I'm being ambitious and I'm trying to achieve these goals and also like I am moving so fast that I can't even write anymore because I'm yeah. so in my own head all the time um so I'm trying to take a little time this fall I love the fall and I'm, I'm trying to take it a little slower so I can kind of tap in and try to get some more creative juices flowing I guess yeah no I'm I'm the exact same way just I get in my head and I I'm always always have to be doing something yes and then there's that come down when it's over where it's like I've put everything I have into this one thing and now that it's over I'm like "Mm, what do I have left what what did I do before this so I'm trying to avoid that right now (laughs) I'm kind of coming into that right now and it's like okay I just what am I gonna do and that's you know where this the podcast and, and my blog all kind of picked up and, you know, I'm like, all right, now I'm going to, you know, I'm going to focus all my efforts on this. So. Yes. Yeah. I completely um, understand. Uh, so what, uh, do you have any resources that you'd recommend for other women looking to start in music or, you know, some, if they're looking to put together an event like yours, um, you know, do you have any, I don't know, I guess books or podcasts or, you know, websites you'd recommend anything like that I think this is going to be a strange one um because I I don't really listen to um traditionally helpful (laughs) podcasts or read traditionally helpful books um because I do get kind of like wrapped up in um in my own head and to to the point that I start planning how it can help me before I actually even finish what they're saying (laughs) I get too ambitious with it. Um, But creative content is really my go-to for like feeling inspired to do things um, because it's just that the need to create that kind of drives me. But I think weirdly enough, the most helpful podcast for me for um, just kind of keeping going and knowing that it gets messy and trudging along has been, it's an LA based podcast, actually, it's called Do You Need a Ride? And it's with Karen Kilgariff and Chris Fairbanks, and they're both comedians. So it's not music related at all. But the way they talk about it makes me feel so much better about um, music, because it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's all creatives. It's not just the industry in my town. It's not just the fact that I'm kind of trapped in this, the middle of a country music circle, like it's everywhere. It's, you know, comedians in LA are dealing with these same things from venues, these same things from fellow comics, these, you know, um, and feeling burnout. They talk about that a lot, just kind of losing the, the spark for it sometimes. And that's Mm -hmm. been really helpful for me to listen to um, just to kind of, put it all in perspective and say, this is a thing that I love to do. And anytime you do anything you love to do and you get paid for it, sometimes it gets messy and it gets overwhelming. Um, so that's not a really traditional one, but it's so lighthearted and they, they talk about it. Um, so just in the middle of, you know, being hilarious and it really helps me keep pushing through all those bad days that I have because I'm like oh well they're living a completely different life but also the same thing yeah kind of universal yes exactly and you know commonalities everybody 
we might be all in the same, you know, in different industries, but we all experience the same things, maybe a little different ways, but, you know, there's always some kind of commonality that just threads between all of us. Exactly. The same setbacks, the same like creative blocks, the same just listening to your own voice so much that you hate it by the end of the day because you're so (laughs) focused on it. Um, Yeah, I, I love it. And also it's nice to hear something that isn't about music. Um, and when you hear about, you know, all the opportunities, it's not something that you're feeling like, oh, I need to be pushing harder. Oh, I need to be getting on that. It's just something that you can relate to without feeling like you are necessarily um, in and needing needing to drive toward. So it helps me kind of distance myself from the, <laughs> the need to push and still gives me the incentive I need. No, I'll have to look into that. I hadn't heard of that one. Um, It's great. They pick up comics from the airport and they drive them around and do a (laughs) podcast and they almost wreck like every three episodes. It's just a great thing. LAX traffic, they almost hit it weekly. It's wonderful. (laughs) It is not fun. No, no. I I travel a lot, so I go there and, and it's, yeah. I totally understand that feeling. <laughs> well, you to travel down to Huntsville. <laughs> I do. I, I haven't really been down south. I've been to Atlanta and then, you know, Florida. But um, I have not been to your area of the country. So I'm definitely going to have to uh, take a venture down there. It's a cool little area that we're in. Um, we're, we are kind of the little technological hub um, in the middle of nothingness. But we've got a lot of breweries. If you like craft beer, we've got plenty. <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe next year, um, you know, and you you have your events again. I'll have to to come down for that. That'd be awesome. Absolutely, we would yeah. love to have you. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you so so much for being on the podcast. Um, it was great to talk to you, hear about your events. Yeah, thank you um, so much for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, congratulate you on you know first time out four days and great turnouts and. <laughs> That's uh, that's awesome to hear, and just to hear how supportive your community is of of women in music. You know, like I said, you you don't really seem to see that a lot. So for them to really yes, you know, and Alabama's not that. known for its open mindedness, so I was extra, you know, extra surprised, extra proud of it. Um, it, it was a great turnout, and thank you so much for you know spotlighting it. It's it was a really oh, great experience. I pleasure. highly recommend it to anyone get venues that will support you because that was a huge contributing factor to our successes venues that were like yes we will book an entire weekend of nothing but women that sounds great <laughs> yeah that that's so great to hear i'm, I'm it's awesome uh, I, I don't know what other word to say <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i've been saying the same like three adjectives it's great it's awesome yeah. it's inspiring <laughs> but that it is <laughs> i mean yeah it is it's really really inspiring to hear and to see that, you know, and, and part of the my podcast and my blog is just to, to highlight these stories. And like you said, just you're showing the community that your women are here. And, and I, I love to hear those stories. Yes. And that was one of our biggest things is that we don't have to have our own space carved out all the time. We just want to be here, too. We just want to be heard also. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just, you know, e- equal just alongside with everybody. So Yes, exactly. Yeah, so thank you so much, and uh, I look forward to to hearing about next year. Awesome. Thank you so much. This has been a wonderful, wonderful time. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Broken Glass Podcast. If you like the show and want to know more, visit www.brokenglassmediallc.com. 
subscribe to the podcast and don't forget to leave a review. Join me each week to hear new stories, learn all about the tools and resources available to you, and get tips for building a career in music. If you're interested in becoming part of a community of supportive women in music, join our secret community on Facebook at the Broken Glass Collective.